Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I've obviously got my draft this weekend. This will be my last say. We'll have one more podcast coming out this afternoon. Uh, This will be my last say on draft. And I just want to give you guys some final tips. I assume you listened to the rub down this morning where we went through all of our draft strategies. These are just from me, the Guru's last say on what to watch out for on draft day, strategies to use, etc, etc. My first one, your round one pick. It is so important, especially if you're in a captain's league. If you're not, you're a coward. But anyway, we'll save that for another day. You need to be in your captain's leagues. You need to be nailing your first pick. My advice to you uh, is pick a player in your first round that you think can win you a comp. Don't pick the guy. If you're pick 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, pick a guy that you genuinely think can win you a competition. Don't pick the guy that all the content creators have got in pick 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Based on average, they'll be the highest. Pick a guy that you genuinely think can win you a comp. If you think a Scott Drinkwater can win you a comp, pick him at nine. Pick him at 10. If you think he's the most, the guy that is most likely to win you a comp, fuck what the other people in your room think. Screw whatever content creators think. If you think you can win a comp with that guy, it might be Drinky. It might be Burton. It might be Adam Dewey. It might be Brimson. Whoever you think you can win a comp with, on, on a lot of draft boards and everything, you know, they're content creators, they might have Tapane there, they might have um, you know, Isaiah Papali'i, these sort of guys. If you don't think you can win a comp with them, go with the guy that you genuinely think you can win a comp with. This is why you're playing draft, to try and win. You're not trying to be relevant. Pick a guy that you genuinely think can win you a comp. Don't just fall in line and be a sheep and pick the guy that is in the list that everyone else is going with. Try and win it. Maybe it's Joey Manu. Maybe you, you pick 14 and you go, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go Joey Manu and Val Holmes. I need that ceiling in my side. That would be my approach if I was down there. I've got Nathan Cleary, so I don't have to worry about that. But do not just take the average guy that is going to, you know, that's going to average that exact amount. Pick the guy that you can potentially beat a Cleary, a Hines, a Turbo with. Because at the end of the day, that's what you're going to have to do to win a comp. Be brave, yeah? Make sure your first round pick, you get a guy you genuinely think you can win a comp with. Uh, Be aware of your buys. Now, obviously, buys are going to be so important this year. Personally, I don't really give a fuck about the buys during the season. I think that people are 
overvaluing that. I don't think it's going to matter anywhere near as much as what you're expecting. Um, if you stack three or four players from one team, oh, you're going to lose that one game. Sweet, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Move on to the next one, yeah? It's one game. There's going to be, if your grand final's in round 27, you're going to have 23 games this year, yeah? The three games that maybe you miss out on here or there, I don't think they're going to, if you're a good player, which I assume you listen to this podcast all the time, you listen to the weekly rubdown, you know what you're doing. You should be playing finals regardless. Do not panic about that. But, if those buys fall in grand final week, if those buys fall in the finals, you need to take that into consideration. My grand final, round 27, Parramatta players are off the board for me. Will not even look at them. My boy, Jermaine Hopgun, absolutely love him. Can't even consider him. He's not going to be their grand final week for me to consider. South Sydney, they play in the prelim final. Not even looking at South Sydney players. Not worth it. They're not going to be there when I need them. Be ruthless with that stuff. Let other guys think they're getting value for guys that aren't in the grand final. Once again, you come back to the main point here. You're playing draft to win your draft comp, not to be fucking relevant. So leave those guys out. Work out when your grand final is. Work out when your prelim final is. Go to NRL.com. Have a look at the draw. Who's got the buys? When is it? Fuck it. Leave them. Do not bother with them. Make sure you take that into consideration. Finals week one and finals week two. Uh, I mean, it's still important. Don't get me wrong, but they're not sudden death games unless you're in the bottom eight. Uh, I can understand people leaving those guys, but I would be more so focused on your prelim final and your Supercoach draft grand final. Those are the guys you cannot afford to have in your team, in my opinion. Play to win. Don't play to make finals. Don't play to be relevant. Don't play to beat one or two of your mates. Play to win your draft comp. Go for fucking glory. Go all in. Um, hunt value in the in the midsection. Now, for me, I think this year that you need to really nail down your first three to four picks. I find with myself, I know you know every year I draft seventeen players. I get to the finals and maybe I've got eight of them left. Yeah, you make a lot of changes throughout a draft season. You make a lot more than what you're expected. Either shit picks, injuries, suspensions, change. You know, players being dropped, whatever the hell it might be. Make sure you nail your first six. Get your solid six guys or four, five, maybe six. I, I normally go for about five guys that I feel like are going to be sold throughout the year and then start to hunt value. Start to go a little bit earlier on guys to make sure you get the guy that you want. Let everyone in the room gasp and carry on and say overs, overs, overs. It doesn't matter after draft day. It does not fucking matter. People are so worried about trying to get you know, all this value and everything. Just get the guys you want. If you see value in them, but most people have them lower, go and get them. Don't miss out on them. Don't try and outthink the room and think, oh, I'll wait one more round because if you like them, chances are someone else in the room probably likes them as well. If they're guys that me... Walker, Natty have spoken about. Good chances there's going to be someone else in the room that's going to be keen on those guys as well. So try and get value, but don't always rest on the value being there the next round. Just go and grab them. It's one round. It's not going to turn your season upside down. Um, what I, I had a huge fuck-up last year. I went Kevin Aguama round five or round six just because he was a Roosters outside back. It Honestly, I lost a round five or round six because it was fucking useless. Didn't impact me at all, Yeah. Just try go have a stab and try and get value in those spots if you think that guy's going to be worth it. Yeah, do not just sit back and wait and, until you get that player when the con other content creators say to get him because there will be other guys that will go early. If there's a rush, see it every single year. Hookers, halfbacks, five eights, fullbacks. If there's a massive rush on those guys, don't feel like fuck. I have to join in. Hold your nerve. Hold your nerve. If there's a huge hooker rush and all the good ones are gone. Don't take a shit hooker for the sake of it because everyone else has one. Go, fuck it. I'm going to leave hooker. I'll come back to it later. 5-8, same thing. Do not go all in on these positions. You're better off getting the best player in another position that people aren't charging on, yeah? Do not fall for the rushes. Do not dive into the trap. I see it every single year. I'm so confident I'll see it again tomorrow from certain guys in my comps. 
do not fall for the trap. Keep your cool. Keep to your plan. You will be okay. There will be value later. You look at a lot of these halfbacks, a lot of these 5'8s, people draft guys because they're 5'8s, especially hookers. And the reality is you'll be able to get a guy eight rounds later who will average 10 less points. You're not going to miss 10 points week in, week out, yeah? Just hold your nerve. Do not lose your head and don't follow the crowd, yeah? There will be a moment where it will happen and your instant reaction will be panic stations. Let's go to that. Revert back. Revert back to your notes. Revert back to your plan before the draft, which is my next point. Plan what you're going to do. Have your pre-draft list ready. Whether you do spreadsheets, whether you just do notes on a piece of paper, whatever the hell it might be, have a plan of how you're going to do it, yeah? And stick to that plan. Don't get there and turn to fucking panic stations and start going all over the place. Stick to your plan. You have a plan going in. You know the draft is going to be hectic, but be the cool guy in the room. Be the guy that controls himself and doesn't freak out based on what other people are doing, yeah? You will be okay. If you've done your planning, if you're ready for it, you will be all sweet. But do not lose your mind because it is, it's a split-second decision that you're going to pay for for the next six months because you didn't keep your cool, yeah? Especially if you're, if you're a first-time draft player and you've got these rushes going on and, you know, you might have three guys that you wanted and they might go the three picks before you and all of a sudden you, you, you've got to make a decision. Revert back to your notes. Who was the next best guy when I was sitting at home making my notes and I wasn't under pressure that I wanted? And stick to that gut instinct. Go with it. Uh, what have we got? Uh, my other one. I always say this every single year. Fuck off front row forward. Do not worry about it. There's guys like Tapanay, Tino, these absolute guns, but you're not sure about their minutes. Yeah, it could change at any given moment. And the reality is that outside of those top three or four really good front row forwards, the next guys will probably get 60. You can find a 45 to 50 guy on the waiver wire during the season. So do not waste picks on front row forward. Leave them to the very end and pick one spine position. Now, I always say this and people get panicked and they never want to do it. And I think the guys in my comp think I'm, th- thought I was crazy a few years ago doing this. Pick a spot in your spine and just go, fuck it. I'm not going to worry about it. Whether it's hooker. 5'8", halfback. One of those three spots, I believe you need to pick one of those and goes, no, I'm not going to bother. Because the reality is you can probably find one during the season. If not, that's your AE and you go without it. And then you get value in every other pick on the board. Whereas guys will overdraft Sam Walker. Guys will overdraft Ben Hunt. DCE will get overdrafted because... They are halfbacks, yeah? Leave them. If the right guy's in there, don't worry about it. Fuck that position off and focus on the other ones. Find where you can get value in one of those positions and screw screw the other one, yeah? You'll be able to find shit later. Last year, Hooker was my one I left out. Got Jeremy Marshall King off the waiver, average 60, yeah? That's sort of best-case scenario, but you will always be able to find those guys. Do not panic about certain spine positions. If the right guy is in there, leave it move on. Leave one of your spine positions and try and work it out later, or you can just leave it for the season. It really isn't a big deal. Jewels. Jewels are always important. This year, I think they're going to be incredibly important. I value a dual position guy with a five-point bump in his average. That's how valuable I think it is throughout the year. So don't sleep on your jewels. Uh, you won't be the only one in your comp that's going for them. Everyone will be hunting them, but try and get a few jewels into your side. Those key jewels as well that cover spine positions, they're fantastic. Uh, 2RF, front row forward. I try and have one of them in my team every year. Very, very handy. If you can get a dual position halfback 5'8", even if they're not a tremendous super coach player, like a Jackson Hastings, for example, I don't think he's going to set the world alight, but fuck, he'll solve you a lot of issues throughout the year, because if you have an injury, you then go to the waiver wire and you're looking for a halfback or a 5'8", instead of just a halfback or just a 5'8". Just makes your life a little bit easier, and when people get desperate later in the season... Great trade bait to have a dual position guy that you can start to wheel and deal around the place. Um, 
don't be afraid to draft injured guys. Now, there's not as many this year, but in the past, there has been guys where I've sort of said to people, oh, he's missing the first four weeks, and I've gone, it doesn't matter. It's a 27-week comp. You pick a team for the back end, not for the first four weeks. You'll be okay. Your season won't fall apart if you don't have a gun for the first four weeks. At some point throughout the year, the vast majority of guys are going to miss four or five weeks. Yeah, That's what happens in the NRL. Don't panic about it. I don't think there's as many guys this year, but one that I'm looking at is probably Leilua. I think that he will play pretty soon, and I think that he'll be a really good value pick. He'll probably come in fresh into this Cowboys side. He doesn't play Origin, etc. He's a really good pick. Guys like Angus and Pappy, I'm leaving them. We don't know what's going on with Angus. We wish him all the very best, but I cannot trust that he will be back in this side in the relevant amount of time, and I can't trust he's going to be the same guy when he does return, so I'm leaving Angus. Ryan Pappenhausen's the same. I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, he could win me the comp. He could. Personally, if I was pick 14 and Pappy was there, I would take Val Holmes before I'd take Pappy. I really would. At least you know Val Holmes is going to be on the field. You know he's going to goal kick. Pappy, we're not sure when he's going to return. We're not sure how he's going to return. We're not sure what his role is going to be when he returns. We're not sure if he's going to goal kick when he returns. For me, I'm not even looking at Pappy, and I don't think any of you should be looking at him for your first round pick. I think the writing is on the wall. Thing came out the other day, oh, six to eight weeks. We said on the rub down, uh, sorry, on the wire the other night, six to eight weeks could be 16 to 18. Two days later, Pappy comes out and says, oh, there was six to eight floating around. I don't really know where that came from. There is red flags all over Ryan Pappenhausen. I would be leaving him. My last one, and this is my biggest point of Supercoach Draft. Draft day, it is so important. Back your gut feeling. If you've got a gut feel on a guy that you think he's going to go big, go and get him. Don't wait until the round that you think everyone else will go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Get him around earlier. Make sure you've got him. Because if he's a guy that can win you a comp, it doesn't matter after draft day. You know, you sit there on draft day and everyone tells you, oh, this guy's overdrafted, underdrafted. You get to round 20, no one fucking remembers. And it doesn't matter anymore because you drop half the players you buy, you, you, you draft anyway. Go and get the guys that you want. Go and get the guys that you believe can win you a comp. A few examples for me last year. Scott Drinkwater wasn't in the side round one. I picked him and everyone went, oh, jeez, don't know about that. He's not even playing. Turned out to be one of the best players in Supercoach last year. A couple of years before that, picked Harry Grant in round four. He was playing for the Melbourne Storm. There was a rumor he was going to get traded to the Tigers. I thought he was going to go to the Tigers. He ended up there. He ended up one of the best hookers in the competition. If there is a guy that you want... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Go and get him. Back your gut in. There's been times where I've backed my gut in and it's completely blown up in my face as well. But more often than not, if you back your gut in, I normally believe that it'll pay dividends for you. Don't worry about what the other guys in the room think. Don't worry about what they're going to say after you get them. Go and get the guy you want. Go and get the guy that you think can help you win a comp. Don't wait an extra round because, as I said, chances are if anyone in your comp listens to me or listens to the Rub Gen or any other content creators, there's a good chance they'll be high on similar guys. If you grand find, so I imagine there's going to be a lot of people keep on Jermaine Hopgood, but there's also going to be a lot of people going, oh, Madison returns. I don't know what's going to happen with him. I'm not sure how it's going to work for Hopgood. If your grand final is round 26, I personally believe, if, if my grand final was round 26, I would pick Hopgood round three or round four. That's how keen I am on him, and I would back my gut in on that 100%, and I think you guys should as well. 
Don't be afraid to be brave, yeah? Back your gut in on certain guys. Go after them. Fuck what everyone else thinks. I've been in those shoes before where everyone gasps and everyone giggles. So be it. We'll get to the end of the season. We'll see who comes out on top. Back your gut in. Back your feeling because at the end of the day, that's what's going to win you comps. Every time I've won my comp, I got to a grand final because I've backed in the guys that I believe in, The people sit there after draft day and roll their eyes and go, what the fuck is that? Back your gut in, yeah. Johnny Bateman, a guy that I liked originally, you know, that, that that season didn't work out overly well for me. My gut says this year, don't go near John Bateman, and I'll be backing that in as well. So back your gut in on guys you think are going to go good. You might get to round 13, 14, and Cody – sorry, you might get to pick 13, 14, Cody Walker's still sitting there. You know, most content creators would say, just grab him. If you don't think he's going to be the guy, leave him. Pick the guy that you think is going to go better. If you think Val Holmes is going to be better this year, go Val Holmes, leave Cody Walker. If you think Cody Walker is going to play that role where he doesn't get many super coach points, fuck it. Don't even consider it. Back your gut in. Don't just do what makes sense in the room so everyone nods their head and goes, yeah, okay, sweet. Be bold. Go and get the guy that you want. Go and get the guy that you think when you a draft comp. Best of luck this weekend, guys. I'll be sharing my team early next week, and then the rub down will be coming down in about two or three weeks, uh, and we'll be going through all our three draft sides, roasting each other, giving each other shit. It's going to be unreal. But back your gut in this week. Have a red-hot crack. Have too many beers. Enjoy yourselves. Best weekend of the year, draft weekend. If you've got a night during the week, this weekend, whatever it is, enjoy it with your mates, even if it's not by Zoom. Get in on the banter. Really enjoy yourself. My favorite day of the year, by far and away. Cannot wait for it. Best of luck, guys. Uh, let me know. Send me your draft teams once you're done, and let me have a look at them, tell you what I think. If there's guys on the wave you want to know about, send me questions this weekend. Uh, probably Saturday. I'll, I probably won't be on Insta all that much, but Sunday I'll be there answer a heap of questions good luck guys enjoy your draft weekend and uh go well hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.